Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer. Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I've been a corporate flight attendant for over five and a half years, and I tell you the brutal, honest truth of this industry. This is episode 20. If you like this podcast, please give me five stars. I am actually recording today live on Podbean, so that's fun. Make sure to check out freespiritpodcast.com. You can support this podcast and purchase my digital products and services made specifically for being a corporate flight attendant. As you all know, I have my corporate flight attendant book, which you can buy on the website. I do not repeat information between the book and this podcast. There's all brand new information in my book. Another great product is my corporate flight attendant lists bundle. I'm saying L-I-S-T-S in which you will receive my catering order template to email your orders and lists such as catering go-tos, prep to plane, and the sought-after packing list. And if you're into the metaphysical and spiritual, check out my podcast, Two Inches Off the Ground. You can always follow me on Instagram at Two Inches Off the Ground. Today's topic is working for a shuttle flying service. Now, this is not the correct wording. So let's say you meet someone in the industry and you say, hey, I want to look into jobs for shuttle flying. They're not going to understand what you mean. And this is a word or a term that I am making up. So I'm just calling it shuttle flying for all intents and purposes. But once you understand what I mean, then you can talk to someone in the industry and they will totally understand what you mean. A shuttle flying service is when you fly back and forth to a destination, such as from New York to Miami, and that's what I'm going to be talking about today. The private jet is full of passengers who pay for a membership and then buy by the seat or buy per seat, right? So they don't know each other unless they're flying together. So if they're a husband and wife, yes, they would obviously know each other. Other than that, the private jet is filled with strangers. The jet leaves from New York City for Miami on Thursday night and drops off passengers for the weekend. The same jet returns with other passengers from Miami to New York on Friday. So the jet, it can just be a really quick thing where you're only in Miami for let's say 10 hours and you have to go back the next day. I've had flights like that where <laughs> I remember saying to someone, they asked, did you see Miami? How was Miami? And I said, yeah, all I did was take garbage out and dump it out on the tarmac and that was it. So there you go. You do have days like that. Or the jet can stay in Miami for the weekend and return to New York on Sunday evening, which is so nice for you because then you have the weekend in Miami too, which is always really fun. This is the perfect job for newbies because it is a great way to learn. This is the best way to get your feet wet in the industry because you are constantly on your feet. This is <laughs> great exercise. I have to say, if anyone loves exercise, there you go. Get a comfortable pair of shoes and you're off. Amazing exercise. And you are on your feet from the minute the passengers get on to the minute the passengers get off. And actually, I should say even before that, because you're prepping the plane and there's a lot to prep. And why do I say that you're constantly on your feet? Well, okay, let's look at this flight, for example. From New York to Miami, it's a two and a half hour flight. 
Now you have to take out a half an hour, 15 minutes at the front end, 15 minutes at the back end, because that's for takeoff and landing where you're going to be seated and you're going to prep for takeoff and landing. So now you only have two hours to serve. You usually have 14 guests and it's a lot, you know, it's you and it's going to be another person, but it's still a lot to do. You are serving four courses for 14 people in two hours. So think about that. Not easy. And remember, you're cooking the courses too, and you're making the drinks. So there's a lot that goes into it. The type of clients you'll see for these shuttle flying services, I've seen everything from a husband and wife who are living their best life. They're rich, they're retired. They want to go to their Miami house for the winter. I've seen golfers, trust fund babies who just go back and forth to mom and dad's house. I've basically seen everything. I don't see a lot of families on these. I mean, this is just me speaking. Someone else may come on and disagree with me, but I don't think I've ever seen a family as passengers on this flight, but I've definitely seen husband and wife. I had a unique experience because (laughs) this company I flew with, they wanted the, not me, I'm not talking about me, but they wanted the hottie model flight attendant. So they had me come in to supervise the hottie model flight attendant. So really it was a straight guy's dream, right? So I was around beautiful young models all the time. They were lovely young women. I found them to be very intelligent, very helpful, very diligent about the job. I was actually very impressed by them. But the funny part was, was this was one of my first jobs. So apparently someone did not read my resume to say, oh, she should be someone who should be supervising other flight attendants. But you know what? You fake it before you make it because I took the job and I pretended and that was that. And you should do the same thing too. Trust me, you will learn along the way, especially if you have another person helping you. So I was a supervising flight attendant. And there was another flight attendant with me who the company hired, who was that hottie model flight attendant, and we would work together. And I have to say, one of the reasons I kept being called back for this account is I actually helped the other flight attendant. Apparently, they had problems with the supervising flight attendant doing nothing, just sitting there on her phone, while this poor other woman had to serve, again, 14 passengers in two hours four courses and drinks. That's obscene to me. I can't imagine what that must have felt like for the flight attendant that was getting no help. So of course I helped her. It was a team effort and we got along very well. So again, as I said, you serve four courses in two hours. This was an example I'm giving from New York to Miami. The food is extraordinary. I remember they had food from Cipriani, which is one of the most high-end restaurants in New York City and also another high-end restaurant in Miami. So you had to make sure you knew how to cook the food. You couldn't just slap it in there (laughs) and take a guess. You had to make sure you knew how to cook fish and all of this. And I hardly cook, but I was able to do it. You have to serve the drinks immediately. So when those 14 passengers come on, you have to be on it. This will set you ahead, and this is a really good newbie tip, is if you have a lot of passengers, the best thing you can do is serve the drinks before takeoff. As soon as you see them sit down and they take their coat off, or even before, 
ask them what they would like to drink because that will put you ahead for service. Also, you can ask the pilots the taxi time, meaning the time between where you're parked to where you're going to take off. And that helps a lot too. I'm, I'm a big fan of asking for taxi time because it could be two minutes and it could be 15 minutes. And I've seen it as up to 20 minutes. And if you have all that time, then great. Amazing. Then what you can do is you can serve drinks before then, and then you can sit down and you already have one part of your service over. So it's a lot, right? Serving four courses and cooking and well, not cooking from scratch. I should say heating, not, not cooking, not right at all. Reheating food and plating food. And remember, this is nice food. So you have to make sure that the food is plated nicely. This is what these people expect and you have to do it very quickly. And how I think we did it really well, my co-flight attendant and I, is when the passengers got on, she was a really good bartender. So she was in the back and I'm sorry, the galley of the plane or the little kitchen of the plane was in the back. So she was the bartender in the back. The four passengers around her she would ask them their drink orders and she would make them like a bartender. Then I would take the other 10 passengers, I would get their drink orders and then I would tell her so she would start making the drinks and then I would help her. And that's the best thing you can do is work as a team. Also another tip for newbies is I'll never forget an experience, I mean super experienced flight attendant said this to me, sometimes you just gotta get the food out. Sometimes you're running behind, something's happened, maybe there was a small little emergency, maybe someone spilled something, maybe a child vomited, I don't know, whatever happens where it took away a lot of your time and now you're behind. Well, guess what? You just gotta get the food out. So if it's not plated perfectly, then it's not plated perfectly. If the salad doesn't look as perfect as it normally does, then that's the way it has to be. And if a superior asks you about that, Let's say on the back end, a client complains, you explain that. They shouldn't have anything to say in response because you only have so much time and you're only one or two people. A good thing too I want to mention about the food is remember, this is some of the best high-end food you're ever going to eat. And a lot of times they have extra meals. Wait till everyone's done eating. Make sure everyone doesn't ask for seconds, which they're not going to. I've seen it happen maybe once. It doesn't happen. These people are rich. They, they're going to get off the plane and go to their you know, fancy chef or fancy restaurant or whatever. But wait till everyone's done eating and then you eat the food. It's really good food. You have literally five-star food sitting in front of you. Eat it, take it home, do what you have to do. Wouldn't make a big deal out of it. I wouldn't show the pilots that you're doing that unless they're in on it. So just, just a little tip there. Also, for these shuttle flying services, they have these amazing goodie bags that are so much better than the amenity bags you see in first class on a commercial flight. Oh, they're so good. You get these amazing sunglasses. You get sometimes these really amazing makeup, high-end sunscreen, toothbrush kits that I know don't sound like a big deal, but they're really, really nice. And these rich people they have all this stuff and they can easily buy all this stuff or ask their assistant for it. So it's not a big deal for them. But if there's extra and they leave it, you can take it because guess what? No one will know and you don't have to say anything. Now, if other people aren't doing it, I just wouldn't do it. But most everyone does it. The pilots do it. The flight attendants do it. And I was such 
Uh, I was too honest and I didn't know what to do. So I didn't take any of these goodie bags. And to this day, that is my biggest regret. I have to say, because they gave away the most beautiful sunglasses and I could have had five pairs right now. And that's all I have to say. I wanted to share a funny little story with you. One of the flight attendants who I really liked and I worked with, she was deathly afraid of mayonnaise. I know weird thing to say, but it's not the first time I've heard it. And me being a metaphysical, spiritual person, I wonder where that comes from in a past life, right? Mayonnaise? I don't know. But anyway, she was deathly afraid of it. In these appetizers, we would have to squeeze mayonnaise on. So I would do it because I have no problems with mayonnaise. But yet I did not like reaching into a hot oven. I'm not really a cook. It freaks me out. For some reason, I get really ditzy around an oven and I forget it's hot and I will full on reach my hand into 400 degrees. So this lovely flight attendant would say to me, Jennifer, that's hot. You know, the oven's hot. Don't reach your hand in there. Use an oven mitt. And she would have to remind me. So eventually she would just take oven duty and <laughs> that's how we worked it out. It's just a funny little story. Also remember on these shuttle services, the pilots are often overworked. Why are they overworked? They're doing this constantly. They're exhausted. So if you can do something nice for them at the end of the trip, the end of the flight, do it. You know, offer them coffee, offer them, if you're not flying in the next 12 hours, offer them a drink. Maybe you can make them a small drink while they're relaxing. I wouldn't broadcast that one, but <laughs> why not, right? That definitely happens. If you have plenty of food and you're at your home base, offer to wrap it up for them and for them to bring it home for them and their family, you can do that. But that's a really good thing to do because the pilots are often really exhausted. If they're a little short with you, that happens too. They've always been very nice to me, but I can tell that they're exhausted. So you want to kind of, you know, just be extra, extra nice. Let's put it that way. Shuttle flying is a great way to get your feet wet. As I said before, this account and the account I had before this, they were my two first accounts and I really value them because they were no joke accounts. I got my ass kicked left and right for six months. But guess what? When I was done with these accounts and I moved on to better accounts, I was so overprepared. It was nothing to me. To serve seven passengers was nothing. It was a joke. Even by myself, it, it was a joke. I remember I had this trip where we had 10 passengers. We had, I think it was two hours, same thing, around two hours to serve. I think it was more like three courses. It wasn't four courses. And they were eating dinner and well into dinner, 45 minutes in. So I went to the cockpit and I asked the pilots if they wanted any dinner. And they looked at me like I was crazy. And they said, what are they doing out there? What are the passengers doing? And I said, they're in the middle of dinner. And they said, oh my gosh, we normally never see a flight attendant because they're so busy out there. And I said, I don't know. They're fine. They're drinking, they're eating, everything's good. And they were very impressed by that. Once you get your feet wet, once you get your ass kicked, then things will be a lot easier. So I really value those two accounts. And the one account that was my first account was the craziest account in every single aspect I've ever seen, ever. And that was my first account. And it was, it was nerve wracking, you know, it was, it was pretty nerve wracking, but I'm so glad that I had that experience first because then everything was easier. So I think I'll do another episode 
where I talk about that account specifically and you can see how honestly insane it was. And, you know, I just want to also give you a tip before I end. If you're a newbie, before you go on your first time, you may be a little nervous and you may be scared. You may be actually really scared. Just treat it like you're going to a restaurant. Even if you've never been a server, you have gone to a restaurant. What happens in a restaurant? Someone comes over and takes the drink orders, right? They get your food order, which here on this private jet, they're all eating the same thing. So you don't even have to do a food order. So then you start serving, right? And then you start cleaning up. It's that simple. Do not make it rocket science. Just go through the steps, stay in the present moment, and you will be absolutely fine. And it's totally normal to be nervous. It is. I mean, even when I go on flights today or trips today, I still get nervous if I don't know the passengers, and that's normal. So I will be back with an episode on June 25th. Listen to my other podcast, Two Inches Off the Ground. And I want to say thank you so much, Nature Lover, for coming on and listening today. And if you have a question, you're welcome to ask me. And until next time, happy flying.